Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 What's that? Welcome to this episode of Shoplifting. I'm Liv Siddle and I'm joined here today by our very special guest, Obar, aka Ghost Poet. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Not bad, man. Not Just bad. Uh, having a chat about how you're going to maybe set up your own radio station. I am. There's no maybe about it. I am <laughs> going to do it. Yeah. Can you give us a, a sort of sneaky preview on what kind of stuff you're going to be doing with the radio station? Um, it's going to be a mixture of music and talk radio. So it's kind of like music, art, culture. And it's going to be kind of a reflection of the, the, the Margate scene, new and old, and which is a mixture of artists and creatives and musicians who've moved down there, as well as people who have been there for years, yeah. but have a love for music or have something to say. And I just want to create a platform to enable that stuff to have a voice. That's yeah. cool. I'm sure it'll go down like house on fire in Margate. Lots of people willing to do cool stuff over there. Or so I hear. Mm, yeah, hopefully. What do Fingers they call it? Crossed. The Margration. Creatives moving to... <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't. I, I really don't want to use that word. Okay. <laughs> um, so I suppose you're currently doing promo for your upcoming album. It's called yeah. Dark Days and Canapes. Mm-hmm. And it's out on August the 18th on Play It Again, Sam. Yeah. Um, I guess some listeners might have heard a track of two being played on the radio, mm-hmm. but maybe um, if people aren't familiar, well, I guess people will be familiar with the music, but could you tell us a little bit about the album in your mm-hmm. own words? Um, well, it's, uh, I guess, a reflection of the times that we're living in. And I guess the the lyrics and music have been, I've been working on it in demo form for about a year, year and a half. So it's kind of a collection of songs that reflect the kind of the, the upheaval that we're currently facing in the world. And I just felt like I wanted to write something that was just quite direct and quite fitting for the times. And it's, um, yeah, my fourth record and... Some people find it very dark. <laughs> I find it quite happy, really, but that's me. When you say it's about <laughs> upheaval, do you mean, I mean, I've read that it's kind of touching on our relationship with technology and yeah. kind of how we are struggling with life at the moment and the increase in kind of, I don't know, maybe not increase in mental health, but more awareness of that and, you know, yeah. what's, what society is is maybe doing to us as people is it is it you've got it in a nutshell correct do i need to be here you kind of nope (laughs) (laughs) hi it's me ghost poet (laughs) i kind of yeah it's stuff like that it is um you know the immigration migration crisis that we're facing um stuff like mortality and politics to a certain extent and it's kind of a reflection of me getting older as well and and my place in the world and you get to a certain point or certain age where you're like, have I achieved everything I'm supposed to achieve by this point? You know, people are getting married and having kids and blah, blah, mm. blah. And you're like, am I supposed to be doing that now? And these kind of things, all this stuff is just kind of floating around my head. And I just kind of feel to get it down in some shape or form. And yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I've always written from a kind of, uh, I've always tried to write within the moment. And I guess this time around, it just happens to be a kind of just a really messed up time where it's like it just it was easy for me to write about the things that are going on. Now. I don't know, maybe because I'm more exposed to it as I, yeah. you know, as I'm at a certain age where it affects me a bit more than when I was younger. If you're or, reading the news more and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm consuming much more news and, and conversations just with friends and family and all these kind of things are just in my head, so it just felt right to write about, you know. How old are you? 34. 34, okay, yeah. so yeah, it's probably like weddings and babies and... Mm. And, and funerals and stuff now, uh, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like older people, family and friends who are just yeah. passing away and it's like, whoa, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky time. Not bad, I'm not depressed, but it's kind of like... Do you know what I mean? It's kind of just like... Yeah. It's that time where it's... you're. You, you obviously you know once you hit your 30s or whatever you're seen as an adult or whatever but you're kind of like life changes like real life changes are happening and kind of 
decisions you've got to make which will be lifelong start to happen and yeah that kind of stuff starts to is is in my mind you know God, you're making me scared. I'm only, t- I'm only 28, but I obviously All right, you're cool. I wake up in the middle of the night like everyone else and think mm. about this stuff as well. You know, sure. it's, it's it is difficult, but you know, also to to be able to channel that into music or an album is a very good skill to have, and you've obviously done it. But I Thank suppose you. your music's always been quite like. Um, well, I suppose it's always it's been quite. What's the word? Almost like you're writing a diary. It's thoughts. Mm. It's almost the kind of thoughts you have late night on a sort of night bus, and you're kind of. I don't know. Like people say that a lot. I haven't taken a night bus in a long time, (laughs) but I know what you mean. It's kind of like yeah, the kind of nighttime vibes. Few pints deep, thinking about the world. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this is written in daytime, but yeah, I can see where you're getting at. I kind of yeah, I don't know. Like I've always just tried to write from a truthful place. You know, it doesn't have to always be about myself. But I feel the best of music that I love is always kind of felt like it's written from a a realistic point or this this talking about things that everyone can relate to yeah and that's what i try to do you know and if it's a case of you could, you don't get it uh, lyrically be it because i don't talk very well on record or you know english is not your first language it's kind of like i just want to get that in the music as well so you, you can feel something so it's just something it's a development of what i've been doing from the beginning but trying to but just getting to a point where i'm more comfortable with the direction i'm going and understanding the process a bit more seems to seems to have resulted in this record do you mean that it was kind of maybe an easier album to write because now you understand yourself more that it kind of came out a bit easier i think the process is becoming easier in terms of the album making process because this is the fourth time i've done it um the way i write i'm i never write from a kind of and it's never a case of i'm starting a record in the studio so before I get to that point and, and, and the, the, come to the decision to make a record, I'm, I've already got a, a, an album worth of demos and it's songs that are fleshed out to a certain extent. So I'm never, so the ideas come whenever and then it's a case of when it's time to make a record, I've got a springboard. So mm-hmm. it's not difficult, but it's not, it's never easy, but I guess the the difficulty, if anything, is just trying to, push things forward you know not to try and repeat myself or um get caught in a kind of trend trap you know i just want to make something that reflects me reflects me as a human and and reflects um the art i'm trying to make i guess cool Hmm. i think everyone's gonna love it we hope (laughs) (laughs) um in terms of the kind of relation to technology and like Mm. our relationship with that um, I was wondering, what's your own relationship like with technology? How are you getting along with like social media and stuff? Obsessed. It's bad. <laughs> Obsessed, like we all are, like lurking people and like. No, no not that bad. Oh, but more kind of like. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> of course, no, 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 no never, in this never room. have done that. No. It's it's a case of uh, <laughs> I kind of um, my relationship has been built on the fact that I make music for a living and. I started at a stage where this was becoming the norm to connect with people who like your music via social media. So before that, I wasn't really in, I was into it, but not massively. Um, but because I now have to, you know, I, I manage my own Twitter account. It's I manage my own Instagram, Facebook and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm constantly engaging in that respect. So it's become such a natural thing now to just, keep checking it all yeah. the time and it's re- and I'm very aware that it's not acceptable <laughs> like for me I just I don't want to do that what but do you mean in in, in polite company checking it no, or just I, no, generally I don't, I don't like do it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, it's just too regular you know it's too regular for me and I and I I want to the times that I have decided right I'm just going to turn my phone off or leave my phone at home it's on my mind. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, or, and I, not even social media, also emails. The fact that, you know, communication now, I, I speak to people way more through email and the internet than I do in terms of phone calls now or human interaction. Yeah. So as in offline interaction. So I am aware it's like, because I, because of my age, I'm not that, I don't, I don't feel old, but. Because of the age that I am, I remember a time before social media. Yeah. You know, where you just kind of got on with things and you 
you communicated freely and, and often, but without, you know, be it an Instagram post or whatever. Mm. So I remember the time before. So it, it bothers me that I have become this person who needs this thing, but not, it's, it's mainly, it's more through music. I don't really do the social media thing for my own personal life, really. Yeah, it becomes a necessity to have as your personal brand yeah, and people expect it. I mean, if, sure. there was a, if there was a musician who didn't have yeah. Instagram, it would be quite like, oh. Quite, it's quite odd now, but yeah. I, I, I try to just keep it as, it's never kind of a kind of, ugh, I know <laughs> my label don't like this kind of shit, but I kind <laughs> of, I'm not really a massive kind of like, buy my album you know it's albums out blah 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 you yeah know, check my new track well no one likes being that guy well, well some people do i just <laughs> I, I personally don't and i kind of try to keep it as natural as possible because I, I started off these accounts before i started doing music professionally yeah so i tried to do that and yeah i'm more bothered that i'm distracted by everything that i see while doing this stuff so i'll see stories and news stories and videos and I'm checking stuff all the time when it's like I've got books to read I've got stuff I want to do yeah. that isn't involving the internet and I'm getting distracted by this stuff you know it's so annoying isn't it when you go on like a lovely walk and you mm. see a beautiful thing on the walk and you're like oh I should probably take a photo of that rather right. than just enjoying it it's very right. difficult right. to just be like yeah. I'm not gonna take a photo For sure. <laughs> and, uh, it's true and then since I've moved to Margate I've tried to just do that less mm. especially because it's like it has so many beautiful sunsets, so many amazing locations and views. And yeah, my first inclin in incl inclination, is that the right? Yeah. Um, is to take out the phone and take a picture or, you know, do a boomerang or whatever. There's some kind of like interaction yeah. with the internet. I'm like, no, this it's the natural scene. It's supposed to be, yeah, just enjoy it naturally without phones, without any kind of, you know, let people know what you're doing or tagging or whatever. Just enjoy it for all it is. So I, I am getting better, but now that I'm trying to promote a record, I'm back in the game again. So it's like, yeah, it's back something. Back in the game. It's something I got. Uh, it is an addiction that I think everyone struggles with. So it's difficult. Everyone who does it, and it's it is, it is definitely. I, I, I hope, I hope that it, it's, it passes. To be honest, I hope that this, yeah, this I don't, era I don't, will, I don't will see stop. It. I don't see it changing. Personally. I hope so. It stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the album is dealing with these kind of these yeah. kind of worries, these kind universal of universal themes. Yeah, people stuff that people can relate to, and you, I suppose your albums have yeah. always have always done that, and kind yeah. of spoken about a kind of life that we can recognise and yeah. observations that we we've all seen, but you've actually just put eloquently into lyrics that thanks very well. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, your your lyrics are really, I, I suppose. I imagine. Well, I've spoken to a few um, of your fans actually before this, and they, mm. I guess kind of what people were saying was they, what they like most about your music it is the lyrical content because mm. it's so it's just so strong, like the amazing use of vocabulary and kind of that richness behind it, which I think is not rare. But I personally like really like lyrics, and I think yours are, I well probably some of the best, I suppose, oh, just because they're so. You. It's it's just so kind of hard. Oh. What am I doing? What are we talking about? They're just they're just very um, honest and they're well put together. And your choice of words is really good. Thanks. Have you always before you started making music? Were you always writing things down? Not really. No, no. I kind of I didn't do very well in English in school. Um, really? No, <laughs> I had to retake the GCSE. Go. It was quite bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to sorry to break the dream, but I kind of I just kind of. I don't know. I've always loved words, and when it came to when when the big in the beginning of <laughs> of the 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 career, I guess I kind of made a pact with myself that I have to write, like I mentioned, from a real place, and it was important for me to reflect on every aspect of life, the good and the bad, you know. Mm. And I don't know. I've I've always liked dark comedies i've always liked dark humor dark dark music and darkness in general <laughs> and uh, all right goth <laughs> yeah i get called out a lot and dean shah calls me that all the time <laughs> oh, how are you doing goth how are you doing i was like mate you're dressing in black just like me what's the problem i'm really into darkness <laughs> yeah I, I digress um i just felt like 
yeah so for me it felt natural just to yeah just to talk just to almost like have conversations with the listener and try to you know again just try and write in a way where people can relate to or relate to easy enough um and yeah i just kind of i tried to play with it really like i said i didn't do great in english and i don't have any like formal musical training so i don't really know the rules so i kind of just play with language and play with words and try to do that as much as possible with the music as well so yeah i just kind of over time it's just kind of become um more i've become more comfortable with it in the beginning it was kind of i was feeling my way around and now i'm kind of trying to just um just just get better you know yeah and I look at people like the Leonard Cohens and the Nick Caves and the Jarvis Cockers and characters like that. And they're the kind of people that, not that I want to, I don't want to be them, but I want to, they're, they're the people I hold up in such high regard mm. lyrically and musically, but I'm trying to aim to that kind of height. And I feel like when I get there, then I can just do radio full time and then I'm done. <laughs> so it's going to be a while. <laughs> you're on the right track <laughs> thank you um so just quickly before we go on to the the music that mm. you've chosen mm -hmm. um i i was reading about you earlier yeah. and i really like you've probably talked about this a lot before so just tell me if you don't want to talk about this okay but i really like when musicians have a bit of a backstory yeah. and they didn't really start their musical career until uh, later, mm. and I read that you spent six years in Coventry working in a call centre before you made. It's a very specific music. amount of years. I can't remember <laughs> myself how many years I was working in a call centre. It was a well, while. You did. It was a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's that just seems nuts to me. And it, uh, do you ever think about that past life and what could have been? What was the thing that um, changed your life? Um, just getting a chance to make a record, really. Who gave you that chance? What happened? I was I had music on MySpace back in the day, and I was networking with people without before I realised what networking was. I was just kind of chatting to people via the my, MySpace, and um, and uh, somebody who I'd met on there said, "Oh, there's this lady who works at a label called Brownswood." which is Giles is Peterson's label. Yeah. Um, and she wants to know if she could send some demos, like she's interested in what you're doing. I was like, okay, I don't know who Brownswood is. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I'll just send my records to Brownswood. <laughs> it wasn't as, you know, as nonchalant <laughs> as that, but I was kind of like, all right, I'll give it a go. I'll send some demos. I was thinking, okay, do I even have any demos? I mean, I made some songs scrapped around my hard drive and tried to find some stuff to send that I hadn't wasn't on my MySpace. And I um sent that across and then next minute um the lady in question said, um, Oh, really like your staff, Giles wants to meet you. Do you wanna come down to London and meet Giles Peterson? So I was like, okay, I don't really know Giles Peterson. I, oh I, my God. I never really heard of his, his I knew of him but I didn't yeah. know, you know, how legendary he was. So I just went down to Brownswood Road or wherever. I think that's where yeah. Brownswood is. And um, had a chat with him. And he was like, had a chat and he wanted to know, like, how do I make my music? And what, what's my, you know, what's my future thoughts? And I was just thinking on my feet. I was just working in the call center. I was making music as a hobby then in the evening. So I wasn't, I, it was like a dream to make music. And I kind of knew through MySpace, I, I got to know uh, Mika Levy, Mika Chua Beer. Wow, she's Quare, great. Yeah, amazing. Quares, Samfar back in the day. Cool. Dells, characters like this. So it was like, I was seeing them starting to do stuff. Um, so I was kind of like, I want to do it, but I don't have the confidence. I don't think I'm, my music's good enough. So I didn't make any, um, any moves of my own to try and make anything happen. So he was like... I. When I decided to go down to, for this meeting, I was like, okay, I've never had any interest from anybody. I was just kind of just making this stuff and people were like, oh, this is really cool. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, it was nice. It was a nice confidence boost to get that uh, and comments like that. But I was like, um, I was really low on confidence and I was like, okay, I'm going to say yes to this meeting and I'm just going to say yes 
to everything for a period of time just to see what happens, you know? <laughs> so he was like, you know, I think we, at the end of this conversation, he was like, I think we should put a record out. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my head, I was just like, what? I don't know how to make a record. I've just been making these, you know, shitty little demos online. I don't have a clue what to do. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll, make, I'll make a record. <laughs> sure. So... I went back to Coventry and then started making a record, putting that together. And then, you know, I ended up moving back to London partly because um, I'd signed a deal with uh, with Brownswood and it wasn't enough for me to, you know, retire, but it was like enough for me to, to, to put this record together and start thinking about the next steps. So I moved back to London and... Um, the record came out. I was still working. I was working a part-time job in London. And I was still working to like a year after the record came out. Wow. And, I, and I was like, I got to a point, it was like summertime, the summer after the record came out. And um, I was like, to my manager at the time, I was like, I'm getting really busy. And I'm, and I'm constantly having to blag my way out of my job. Can I, is it, can I quit? You know, is it, do you think I could do it? And he was like, yeah, I think you can. You're getting enough work in now. I think you should do it. And it was like, it was, for me, I've been brought up in a household where it was like, you, you work. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You make sure that you, you can you could pay your rent at the end of the month and pay your bills and blah, blah, blah. The idea of throwing it, not throwing it away, but just taking a leap of faith and doing music. I, no one in my family has ever done music or or, or contemplated an idea of uh, of going into music so I was the first one so I thought wow can I really do this so yeah that was kind of I did kind of took the leap and here we are and I if, if I didn't if I, I guess if I said no to that meeting I don't know I'd probably still be in Coventry just working in a call centre really that's scary isn't it yeah and know. look at you now fourth album two Mercury nominated albums yeah strange pretty amazing can't complain can't complain mm -hmm. so you've got a happy life yeah life is good good i cannot complain and i'm very lucky very lucky to do this stuff great yeah all right well uh why don't we go through some of your music you've picked out today cool. um so do we what do would it in you any like particular to... order or no just... any order you want okay um all right well uh let's see let's do it like this okay. um okay um first record or CD in this case, is um, Pro Tomata Under Colour of Official Right. Um, I first heard this record when I was in Rough Trade, New York, actually. Oh, and, cool. And I, I'm a massive Shazammer. Ah. And I'll listen to something and be like, what the hell is that? And again, this is going back to technology. Mm. I'd rather Shazam than go over to the assistant and be like, oh, you know, person by that and be like, oh, what's that? laziness lazy no in record stores that can be quite scary because they're like some sometimes True. they have a reputation to be like you idiot no it's of course of course, of course but I, not in this shop of, I have. of course not in rough trade no don't no be, no don't be daft god no so <laughs> i um i shazammed away and discovered them and uh bought the bought the digital version of this the same day and i uh yeah i love them uh, from detroit i believe and they're just kind of i just love what I do with any kind of record or new band that I discover, I want to find out everything about them and I want to see the videos and see what they're like on, on live and blah, blah, blah. So I must, yeah, this was like a year ago and um, it's just kind of a, an amazing, I hate to say post-punk. Right? <laughs> you can but, say post-punk. Oh, I hate genre stuff, but they're kind of, <laughs> they're kind of in that world, I guess. And there are four, four piece or maybe yeah, four piece I believe from Detroit. And I just love, I love uh, the lead singer, uh, lead singer's. Um, there we go. He's front man, Kevin Boyer. Kevin Boyer. Um, I love his lyrics. I love the aggression. But it's like with punk music, sometimes it's kind of for me, it's just a bit wild and uncontrolled and, and just without any, you know, direction in terms of the power of it. And with him, it just feels so right. You know, it feel, I really feel what he's, he's trying to say. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I just love the fact that this, you know, a standard drums, bass, guitar, voice, that's it. No 
added synths or added kind of like effects, just raw and uncut. And I, I just loved it the first time I heard it. And um, yeah, I love the artwork. It's just a, I love dogs, but obviously not crazed dogs like this one here. But <laughs> I just find it quite interesting, really, a wild dog teeth bearing with some kind of illustrated red lining all over its face. I don't know. <laughs> it's quite quite appealing. Um, is there a track that uh, you want to pick? Um, Scum Rise. That's the tune for me. Cool. Excellent. First choice. Okay. What we got next? Hmm. We're going to go with... This is the kit um, with her new record, Moonshine Freeze. Um, I discovered her through... um, I discovered her through... um, There was a short-lived Guy Garvey um, kind of show that he was doing on BBC Two or something like that, maybe BBC Three where it was kind of his weekly discoveries. You know? What, on telly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen it? No. Yeah, he'd done like four or five episodes where it was oh. like, it, it was filmed in his house in Manchester and he had, it was like a couple of acts that he really loved and he got them to perform in his house or oh, that's cool. somewhere and it was really cool and he just got a little interview conversations with them. And this is the kit was one of them. I'd never heard of it before. And I was just like, this is great. (laughs) Yeah, she's amazing. Oh, man, it's so cool. And it was kind of like, I'm going to use post for everything. This is kind of like post folk. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's true. It's kind of like, it's folk music, but she's really, um, she's really kind of, yeah, just playing with the format and playing with the genre and there's lots of lovely layers to her music. And again, lyrically, I really love her voice and, and her words. And I love the, again, there's like, there's some kind of playfulness with her, mu- with her lyrics. Not so much with Proto Marta, but 
there's such a playfulness and and I like that with with my lyricist. I'm intrigued to see what it says here in terms of uh description. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Bristol. Paris Fire Bristol. Okay, Kate Stables, yeah, that's her name. I met her once in um Martin Suspenses in King's Cross. <laughs> cool. Just randomly. And um great, really, really humble woman. I I, I kind of just bum rushed her and was just like, You're the this is the kit lady. <laughs> oh my god. And she was like Yes, I am. I was like, yeah, you're wicked. You're yeah, great. Yeah, she seems absolutely lovely. So and cool. also a lot of that album is so much about collaboration and friendship and family. She mm. seems very loving and open, which is yeah, very nice. Yeah, very loving and open. Yeah, you definitely get that. Very earthy. You yeah. Know? I, I, I like that. And, um, <laughs> nice and earthy. Yeah, and I love, her, I, love her, I love her artwork as well. It's very kind of just like DIY. Yeah, I she like, takes I, them. I like that. She takes the their pinhole camera pictures. She just yeah. takes them herself. Yeah, I've seen some videos cool. as well, which are very kind of like yeah. this kind of vibe, and it's um, this kind of yeah, unpolished. I like that. So, and what's Moonshine your favorite? Freeze is a, such a great title, you know. What's your favorite track? On this, um, currently it's uh, Hotter Colder, which is kind of you know, <laughs> the single. But I like, I just, I like it. It just makes me feel good. That's a good reason for picking it. Why not? Do you want to introduce it? Yeah, this is uh, this is the kit. This is this is the kit. That must be difficult for radio DJs. This is this is the kit with hotter, colder.
that was This Is The Kit with Hotter Colder. That's a good way of doing it too. That yeah. was. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, okay, I'll stop talking. It's now. a funny name, isn't it? This Is The Kit. Anyway, let's move on. Indeed. Um, you've got two excellent ones there. Which one are you going to go for first? Okay, I'm going to go with, I hope I pronounce this, pronounce this right. I believe it's Mogwana Star um, with an album called From Kinshasa. Kinshasa? Oh, God. <laughs> I hope I got that right. Um, where are they from? Yeah, from Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, and oh, where did I first hear this? I... I think this is another Shazam jobby somewhere. I heard, oh man, I hope I get this song right. I can't remember now. But I heard one of these songs somewhere and I, w- I was, again, just instantly blown away by it. Yeah, you picked that up as soon as you came in the shop. You're yeah, like, yoink. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love, I've been listening to this a lot recently again. Um, and I was just kind of, I just, I just love the kind of, it's kind of like, Massive Attack mixed in with Afro beats or African rhythms, yeah. you know? And I just, I couldn't get my head around the production. I thought it was so good. And I remember seeing them on Jules Holland. No, that's how I discovered them. They, I saw them perform on Jules Holland and I, and I just was blown away by their performance. Cool. And I just, I just thought I have to have this record. And I um, been have been listening to it for a while. I think it came out couple of years back now um but i love it i really i really love it uh, let me see what it says here fusing traditional congolese rhythms with post-punk and electronics inspired by life in the townships around them making magic out of garbage says p- producer and no more um yeah that's yeah that's a good that's a good another post thing there post-punk making magic out of garbage that's nice yeah i i i like it it's got that kind of um uh, yeah, again, DIY thing going on, but it's definitely, and I hate to, I don't want to use the word trip hop because I just, I, I don't, I hate nah. that genre. Yeah. Hate that, hate that phrase, but I feel like it definitely has that vibe, whatever that vibe is, it's got, it's got it, you know, and it, it feels so natural. That's what I love as well. It just feels such an, like a naturally produced record. It hasn't, they haven't like thought we want to be like these people or that and they've just kind of naturally got to this point where it's kind of an amazing fusion of Bristonian sounds and um, Congolese music you know and I, I love it really love it and I, I love I love music that I don't know the lyrics I, yeah, I love stuff sure. like that because it's kind of like I'm f- if I can feel it and I don't know what they're talking about then I, I it's it's a strong love you know for me yeah it's so true yeah so I, I, I really like it really like this record yeah. Which track would you like to play? Um, I just I can't remember the the one I really love. I'm gonna go with um, I think it's that. Um, it's called Malukai, featuring Konono Number One. <laughs> Hey, man, China, the 
That was Mabongwa Star um, with a track called Malakai featuring Kanono Number no. One, taken from the From Kinshasa album. Great. I've totally butchered that. No, you didn't. It was perfect. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. This is your last pick before we um, play a track from your new record, okay. Dark Days and Canapes. Excellent title, by the way. Thank you. You always got good album titles. They're all right. They they do a job. Yeah, you know? but you know, that's another food reference in your album title. Just realised. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I I wanted to get away from that because I did it with the first record. Yeah, the first record and this one. And I like food. I do like food. <laughs> it's, it's something I do I like. like. Food. Yeah. So I just feel like it just makes sense to. I like pl- like I said playfulness with lyrics, and I like the kind of composite the composition note the juxtaposition between dark days and canapes and the fact that for me canapes is quite a positive thing <laughs> and dark days is a negative thing you know? yeah canapes are a positive thing canapes are like delicious yeah delicious things you eat at parties right it's like good times double whammy of yeah. goodness good times and then <laughs> bad times and but why to say dark days and good days dark days and canapes you're you know? right that's my thinking anyway (laughs) what's your last choice okay the last choice is Iggy Pop um, and an album called Post Pop Depression great it's it's outstanding produced by Josh Josh Hom is that you pronounce it or is it Homme well people say different stuff I would say Hom but I don't really know I hear Homme I hear Hom and um, in an all star backing band you know Dean Fratita and Matt Helders from uh, Alt J Alt J not Alt J Arctic Monkeys Arctic Monkeys (laughs) and uh, on drums there and I love it I I know it's a it's a little bit of a trend you know a a long standing you know artist has been around for a long time working with a, a producer of our times and it's like it creates some kind of like amazing culture clash, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, you've got people like Charles Bradley and, you know, Dr. John. And so when I first heard about this, I was like, okay, all right. I'm intrigued <laughs> to hear how it's going to turn out because I love, I love jo- uh, Joshua. What did I say? Josh. Ah, okay. Interesting. Um, on on the cover, it's Joshua Hum. When I've always thought it was Josh Hum. Me too. Yeah, um, I love Joshua Hum. I love Iggy Pop. So I was intrigued to see what the, this this collaboration would be. And it's such a great record. I think I think it's one of his best records. It personally. is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like every song a banger. Every song a banger. You know that to quote the lovely Liv here. It is about well, everything. You, you know, know what? It's not my quote. It's because a band called Girl Ray came in yeah. and they explained to me that they they have this thing called ESAB. Oh yeah. Um, and which is what they. They, when they talk about doing a set yeah. at a gig, yeah. they say we've got to make it ESAB, which is every song a banger. And if Whoa. it's not ESAB, then it's like bad. Whoa. But that is an ESAB, in my wow. opinion, an ESAB album. But Girl Ray coined I like that. that. I'm not going to take credit for it. I'm going to take it ESAB. myself and use it <laughs> okay. from this day forth. Um, yeah, it's definitely an ESAB record. I, I love everything about it. I love his lyrics. I love how how direct they are and how how disgusting they can sound you know his descriptions of things i love the way he can do that um and musically it's just so good you know it's such a good record it's really um especially like songs like american vahala gardenia paraguay just again just kind of talking about the world we live in now but also what i love is it's almost like him reflecting on his life as well. And mm. I remember watching I remember watching him play at Jules on um, Jules Holland again with the All Star band. And it was almost like the Iggy Pop show, you know. And yeah. It's kind of like I really felt like when I first heard it, I thought this must be his last record. It sounds like somebody who's like A retrospective kind yeah, of thing. I, yeah. You know, this is um this is a reflection of my career where I am now, mortality, the idea of, you know, getting older and what what else do I want to achieve? 
and I thought this must be his last record. And, and I, I think a few months later, he took, he discussed it somewhere and said that, yeah, this is my last record. Still wants to perform, but yeah, there was something about him presenting Josh with a series of essays he wrote oh, like yeah. many, many, many years ago about really? people he had sort of slept with or had yeah. a romance with. Yeah. And I think Gardenia is is kind of related ah. to one of those things. So it is it is looking back yeah. and kind of. Um, but it's so cool to have something fresh come out of like oh stuff gosh. from the past. It's amazing, and it's such a, it's so, it's so inspiring because because he's had such a, a long lasting career, and it would be easy for him just to repeat himself, and people still love it. Yeah. But he decided to challenge himself. You know, even at this age, decide decided to just challenge himself and, and try to create something new. And they really, really achieved it. You know, it's such an uh, inspirational album. Yeah, what uh, a legend! So, le- which track are you going to go with? difficult isn't it difficult with this one mm. um i'm gonna go with paraguay because i love his his rant at the end okay it's pretty good you can introduce it then okay this is iggy pop from the post pop depression album with a track called paraguay wow animals they do never wonder why just to do what they goddamn do Wild animals they do Never wonder why Just to do what they goddamn do I'm going where sore losers go To hide my face Spend my dough Though it's a dream It's not a lie And I won't stop To say goodbye Paraguay
nothing. Just a bunch of people scared. Everybody's fucking scared. Fear eating all the souls of us. I'm tired of it. And I dream about getting away to a new life. There's not so much fucking knowledge. I don't want any of this information. I don't want you. No. Not anymore. I've had enough of you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Paraguay by Iggy Pop. Thank you. Um, before we um, finish the podcast, I want to ask you to play one of the tracks from your new album, Dark okay. Days and Canopies. So yeah. um, you can you don't have to pick a single. You can pick any track you want. Okay. Um, but do you have one in your head already? I, I made the record. I ordered them <laughs> in my head. Um, I'm not going to ask you to sing it. <laughs> Imagine if I was like, and go. I, yeah, that could be a problem. No. Um, Okay, I'll go with Blind as a Bat. What's that one about? It's about um, kind of trying to think of the lyrics, trying to think of something clever to say. Um, it's kind of a reflection on on one's life, similar to Iggy Pop, I guess, in the sense of, um, no, yeah, ignorance is bliss, you know. I kind of talk about that in the chorus, kind of, you know, all I see is apple teenies and stuff. And it's kind of like, but I can't see, I can't see what's going on around me. I'm just caught up in this life of bliss, you know? Yeah. Something like that. So just kind of going through <laughs> I'm the life. worst when it comes to discussing, <laughs> explaining what my songs are about. Just so you know. Is it like, so you're, walk, you're going through life and you're just not able to kind of focus on what's real because you're, you're kind of bombarded by crap? To a certain extent, yeah. Or just kind of like being happy, being happy, not ignorant is the wrong word, but being happy with not worrying about what's going on in the world, you know? And I think sometimes I do feel like that must be a really nice place to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I, can't, I just can't mentally do it. I really wish sometimes yeah, I, I could it. just switch off and just be happy. Not happy, but yeah, just kind of have a very small sphere of, of desires or likes or whatever and mm. see how that feels. And like, I can't. And maybe that's partly subconsciously why this song came about. And I also was listening to a lot of um, Talk Talk and their, uh, the Laughing Stock record. And that was influencing the music, I guess. And that kind of got in there in some shape or form. So, 
Amazing. Why not? Well, thank you so much for coming in. No problem. And um, yeah, anyone listening, please do check out Dark Days and Canapes once it's out on August the 18th, which should be pretty soon after this comes out. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. It's been really nice talking to you. You're welcome. Excellent picks. Thank you. Um, you can introduce your uh, track now. All right. This is um, this is weird. After introducing other people's stuff, it's my own time. <laughs> um, this is a, a track for my new record, Dark Days and Canapes, and it's called Blind as a Bat.
Rough Trade Radio. New from Real World Records. Eight classic albums from their catalog on vinyl for the very first time. LPs from Passion Sources, Martin Bennett, Papa Wimba, and more available in store and online at roughtrade.com. and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.